Well, I guess you'd say What can make me feel this way? My ghoul, my ghoul, my ghoul Talking about my ghoul, my ghoul <laughs> Welcome to the Golden Ghouls Podcast Where your golden ghouls, Kylie Emily And Alyssa And we're about to get spooky How'd you I, feel about that? I, one? I sounded like a ghost. You sounded really I good. Sounded good. I'm not even gonna lie to oh, you. Very authentic, I feel. Can't wait to scare people. <laughs> They're already shaking. You're right. I can feel it. I am. <laughs> I know. Oh, hello? Someone texting you from the other side? That was Was that a ghost? Oh my god. We're already having what we're already that? having activity. All right, all right. That that brings us to exactly why we're here today. Exactly Something why we're here. Something vibrated and it wasn't our phones. No. Nor was it anyone's vibrator. They're calling from the other side and we, <laughs> <laughs> and we need to answer. Yeah. So why are we here, guys? Because of this. Because there's ghosts out here, and we need all to share. Here. Yeah, we're here to share submitted stories by listeners, friends, families. As well as our own personal stories. Entire families. Entire families. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. I, I mean, honestly, can't wait. Mm-hmm. So for this first episode, we don't have any submitted stories, but we will introduce ourselves and explain why we're so drawn to ghosts and the paranormal. Mm-hmm. It was only recently that we realized that we're all super into the paranormal. True. Which is surprising, because we've been we, working together for, what, two years? Right. Was that, this is crazy. We talk about ghosts all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm openly very ghostly. It's true. It, it is just true. She's got a ghost tattoo. Two. <laughs> Two. So, you know it's real love. It's real. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Kylie, are you ready to take it away? Sure. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. I haven't even heard her story. Have you? I don't this think is new so. to us all. Ugh. I mean, I have the general idea, mm-hmm. right? But I'm ready for the facts and Ooh, figures. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I hate to break your hearts, baby ghouls, but I don't have an exact ghost encounter story. But That's fine. This may sound a bit more like a history lesson, but it's, it's exciting nonetheless. We love history. That's I mean, <laughs> haunted honestly. history. Haunted history. H squared. Am I right? Yes. She's right. So, us three ghouls. We live in Austin, Texas. But I am originally from Massachusetts, the Commonwealth, mm. and I moved here to escape the horrible winters. Though I don't know why Massachusetts is beautiful. It's beautiful in spring, summer, and fall, mm. in the first snow, but then it's, it's quite depressing. I mean, <laughs> she might be right, but I'm a little jealous. I love, I love it there. We'll visit. We'll go for Halloween. Oh, <sighs> please, please, please. We have to. That's like my actual dream. Yeah, I'm not even it. kidding. happening so i grew up in a very small town on the northeast of massachusetts um super small population of no more than five thousand people if that so think quaint houses farms woods oh oh my gosh this is dreamy this is what i need (laughs) okay i'm having orgasms oh my god it's fine (laughs) 
picture, you know, the quintessential Ooh. historic buildings and the homes, um, old stone walls <gasps> outlining the winding tree-lined roads. Wow. She tells it beautifully. It's beautiful. I mean, it's a beautiful place, but it's very old. And, you know, with historic places come haunted happenings. Mm. So true. My it's town, very true. Uh, my town is called Wenham. Wenham. W-E-M-H-A-M. Yep. And it was originally part of Salem, Massachusetts, and it was the first settlement to separate from Salem in 1643. So, okay. um, being a part of Salem, my hometown was heavily involved in the Salem witch hysteria. Which wow, yeah, no, no, yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Heard of them. Right? Where? Um, Sarah Good, she was a <gasps> woman mm-hmm. you uh-huh. know her. We know her. <laughs> What wasn't she in that movie? She was one of the. Was she was one of the witches? What yeah, movie? Hocus Pocus. No. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. This you is not, I think you know. I think I like the Crucible. Maybe perhaps. That, okay. There's not. Don't worry. Um, I'll look this up later. Okay. Keep going. Sarah, good. So Sarah was a one of native, and she was one of the, <sighs> as we know, original women to be hanged during the Salem witch trials in 1692. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So growing up in such a historic part of the country really shaped my interest uh, in witches and ghosts. Uh, Salem gets buck wilds in the fall. People <laughs> travel, you know, in from the state, out of state. Uh, there are a bunch of haunted houses. People dress up. It's we have it's to go. It's the affair. It's they fabulous. do it for the ghosts. They do. Because it's real. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and growing up, I remember, you know, my friends and I, we would explore haunted buildings and homes along the coast, especially in Salem, uh, and also sometimes trespassing. Oh, Just to get spooked. You got to do what you got to do to get you the know, spook, you know? You saw the pictures of her back in the day. She was a wild kid. Moi? Yeah. Maker. <laughs> no, no. Wild cat. <laughs> Eyeliner for days. That's what they called her. Wild cat. Wild cat. <laughs> so, a town over from me, which was also part of Salem, you know, back in the day, um, called Danvers. In the 1800s, the state built the Danvers Lunatic Asylum. Oh, Lord. Oh, you know where this you know is going. It's heavy. It's going with it's activity. Going it's getting real. So the Danvers Lunatic Asylum, or the Denver State Insane Asylum, uh, was obviously a psychiatric hospital. Mm-hmm. And it was unfortunately shut down in 92. Were either of you born then? Yes. I was. I was born in okay. 1991. Okay, Thank okay. you, and God <laughs> bless. I am the youngest. I'll take it. I'll take it. born in 92. I was born in 92. What okay. does this mean? <gasps> Looney? I knew it. All along. Resurrected. Oh, I'm, I was resurrected? No, 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 no. Oh. We're going back what? to the Crucible. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Okay. So, um... It was shut down in 92, just from lack of funding. Mm. Um, and it was just dormant until 2005 it was purchased by a construction company and then in 2007 it was demolished and replaced by condos go figure oh the ghosts did not like that they do not like to be disturbed Mm -mm. i mean and rumor has it the place is still haunted well duh (laughs) 
They didn't like being called lunatics. That does not sound PC. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Come on. Um, so the asylum was known to practice cruel and controversial treatments. Of course they did. Uh, such as electric shock therapy uh, and the full-bodied straitjackets uh, and complete lobotomies. Wow. No. I know. I know. Almost as experimental procedures rather than, I guess, treatment. So mm. Can, can bit... you guys believe that? <laughs> <laughs> It really troubles me that back in the day, they were cutting people's heads open, screwing uh, holes, screwing holes in. It's gonna fit. No, no. All right. So, but I want you to picture this hospital because it's not like a like the architecture is not brutalism. It is more like Victorian Gothic castle esque. Kind of lovely. Oh, yeah, it was even huge. creepier. Mm-hmm. We'll have to we'll have to post a pic of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, there are multiple steeples and smaller, wow. like, connected buildings mm-hmm. for, like, the nurses and administration and whatnot. Um, so, basically, picture the spookiest scenario for an insane asylum. Yeah. Located on the top of a hill. Oh, <laughs> it's always on top of a hill. I know. And, I mean, it's, even the location is gorgeous. It overlooks um, the North Shore, and you can see Boston from the top of the hill. Um, tall trees. Again, a winding road. <gasps> Pictured. You have to take all the way up to the, the main building, iron gates, cathedrals, you know, the whole thing. Um, it almost looked like an old Ivy League school. Um, mm-hmm. but even, yeah, yeah. Even bigger. Wow. This scene I am seeing is just... It's a lot. It's a lot. Grand. It's grand. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. grand. Mm-hmm. So, as a teen, being the... What do you call me? A wildcat? A wildcat. <laughs> Being the wildcat wild she was. That I was. Um, my friends and I, we decided to, of course, check it out. Mm. <laughs> because it was known to be haunted. Mm. And, you know, kids from other cities and, you know, our friends, they would go and check it out. So we were like, we got to do this. For sure. You know, we, we need the adrenaline rush. You know, mm-hmm. we live in a small town. Nothing exciting happens. We need to go get spooked. Mm-hmm. So we heard that cops were, you know, aware of people sneaking in and that they had boarded up an entranceway, but we got the inside scoop that uh, there was another entrance. Mm. So, wow, she knew people. Yeah. You know, you, you you, I mean, she always does. Friends in high places. Exactly. Yeah. That's Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember I hadn't, I didn't have my license yet. So, also oh. at 15, mm-hmm. 16. And I remember we took my friend's car and we parked at the bottom of the hill. Mm. Um, it took us no less than 20 minutes to walk up the hill. And we were using our <laughs> flip phones. Oh. Maybe somebody had a sidekick. Uh, a sidekick I too. did. The good old days. Right? I made my parents get me my own T-Mobile plan. They were on, like, singular <gasps> AT&T. I had my sidekick. own T-Mobile plan to get oh, a sidekick because I wanted to be yeah. like Pierce Hilton. Mm-hmm. My first ringtone was Pierce Hilton, Stars Are Blind. You know, I'm not surprised. job. But anyway. I'm impressed. That's beautiful. So, yeah. so someone could have had a sidekick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, we had flashlights, but we didn't want to shine them because they were, you know, really bright. We didn't want to get caught. So no. We just had a little bit of light in front of us uh, leading the way. So fast forward. We're in. Whoa. Oh, okay. God, we, that was fast. We I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready. 
so I remember the first thing I noticed as we were shining our flashlights around, um, I'm not sure if this was the lobby or I can't really recall. A foyer. Type, a foyer, mm. but you know, it was a larger room mm-hmm. connected to a hallway. Mm. Um, and I remember how eerily similar the interior looked to a spooky movie. Like I wasn't expecting these details. Mm. So like desks, file cabinets, mm. wheelchairs. They left just it all, all abandoned. Yeah. There's nothing scarier than Obviously. like abandoned and places. Why do they ghost do rooms. that? It's for the ghosts. It has to be. Yeah. Leave a chair keep the here. spirits. Leave a chair there. Oh, they yeah right. I mm. mean. What do you do? Like, I don't, okay, keep I going. mean, nowadays, if a business closed, they, like, auction everything off. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, they were like, well, let's just leave this crap here. Yeah, <laughs> it's very strange. Honestly, when I move, I wish I could do that. Same. <laughs> they were, like, asking to be the haunted, though. Just leave that. In fact, I, I did. I did leave some stuff in my apartment. My apartment. <laughs> did you leave the ghosts? Uh, I, oh, some of them. Yeah. A couple. Some I took with me. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Explain, we'll explain that later. Okay. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> so, yeah, we looked around, and there were desks and file cabinets, wheelchairs, weird, super old medical equipment Ugh. just kind of, like, laced the room <laughs> in the hallways. Um, but the inside was also just as beautiful as the outside, mm-hmm. which, again, I wasn't expecting. It was... Um, I mean, underneath all the dust and the debris that had been collecting. You could tell. Yeah. The it was walls nice. were painted, like, really rich colors. Ooh. It was, like, a maroon. Hmm. Um, there was a Victorian trim or molding that outlined the rooms. And, I am a fan of Victorian. You know, was this for, like, fancy Lunatics? mental patients? Yes. I mean, you'd think. <laughs> it sounds like. Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Let's remember. I don't know. That's a good question. I know the architect, he was... Um, renowned in Boston as like one of the best, and um, wow, I think that how'd they get him for that out. gig? <laughs> they were fancy, crazy people <laughs> in the late 1800s. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the bougiest crazies they'd ever in. seen. Uh, so, okay, so here's a are you, are I'm you ready. Oh, I'm, I'm scared, this, I'm already terrified, spooky, but you know, we're a bunch of teenagers. Trespassing. Trespassing is alone. Yeah, one of the scariest jobs. Yeah, so scary. And I recall looking through file cabinets and um, coming across like these large paintings in the corner of the room, which I think were, I think it was patient artwork, (gasps) which is cool. Mm. Um, We found actual patient files that had notes that said like electric shock therapy oh no yeah and haunted uh, files (laughs) the haunted files and even a pile of patient folders that were marked deceased no Mm -hmm. wow and so you know we're we're looking at all of these things we're reading things out loud and then all of a sudden we hear what sounded like a super loud drop of water i i can't really explain it because it didn't sound like it belonged. It's also a sound that I had never heard before and yeah. since never heard it. Um, and it sounded like it was coming from down the hallway. Mm. Like something being dropped into a well. Like a giant huh. just raindrop being dropped into a well. And 
obviously old buildings have leaks from rain and whatnot. Yeah. But it mm-hmm. hadn't been raining and it didn't sound like that. It didn't echo in the way that it should have. Yeah. It just kind of like in the that it was like a <laughs> Yeah. It was just so loud and unsettling. Yeah. And we all just froze. And oh hello. It's the ghost. They're they're speaking with to us again. <laughs> Um, it just wasn't, it wasn't a normal sound. It was a paranormal sound. Wow. And so, you know, we left, we, we ran and I wish I had gone back and explored some more, you know, I thought I would have had a, a better encounter. Ugh. well that, I feel that was enough, I know, you right? know? So along with the history that I grew up with, my town, Wenham, uh, was also home to an Algonquin Native American tribe mm-hmm. before... Us settlers took over. Obviously. I mean, this was not our land. I know. We, you know, we brought with us the gift of smallpox and hepatitis. and She's right. You know. Destruction. Native Americans were not. They weren't ready. They weren't ready for the, the smallpox. And no. Hepatitis. No. You know, they weren't immune like the settlers Mm-mm. were. Mm-mm. Um, Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> but over the centuries, you know, tribal artifacts and... They've been found and are in our town museum. So living on Native American land just adds another layer of spooky history mm-hmm. opportunity to come across a ghost. True. So true. They're very spiritual people. Absolutely. Yep. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have to go. Yeah. Decided. We're, we're going. Okay. I cannot wait. Tell your mom and dad to get our beds ready. Get ready. <laughs> get ready for the ghouls. The ghouls will be crashing on the couch. Mm. I want to experience some paranormal in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Learn some history along the way. Oof. <laughs> wow. Love it. Damn. Love that. Well, unforgettable. Truly. For everyone there, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Did you guys, like, scream and run? We didn't scream. No. It was, like, we froze. It was just... <laughs> That's true fear. It was bizarre. Did you yeah. leave immediately? We did. Ugh. And we left quietly. Like, we... <laughs> Like we do, we do not feel welcome. Mm-hmm. We are getting the heck out of here. Were there any like famous haunts in that location that people are always like the lady in the white dress or like? Oh, good sure. question. You know? Good question. I know that there were um, when they had demolished the building. Apparently, they came across a bunch of unmarked graves. Mm. You know, bodies buried. Yeah. Um, so. It kind of sounds like there was some funny business going on. And uh-huh. uh, I do have a friend who apparently witnessed the ghost living in the condo. So uh, as they were that's the condo, what I, they that's saw what someone, you know, on the say. steps yeah. um, when he was walking by and, you know, things like that. But we'll be sure to check in with some friends back home to see if they have any stories for right. us regarding mm-hmm. the Denver State Asylum. <sighs> yes, definitely post some pictures of the place on our Absolutely. Instagram. Yeah. We will. At the Golden Goals. At the Golden Goals. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a plug if I ever heard one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta get it in there. Who's next? I, I'll go. Emily. Yes. Okay, take it away, yes, sis. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. So, let me tell you guys, it's not going to be as beautifully set as this lovely Wildcats story. (laughs) But... I hit you with the facts. You know, I'm going to hit you guys with some facts, too, here. I got my note cards. Um, Yeah, so my life, I think, is a ghost story. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think I'm, I I was, 
I'm the reincarnation of a person. That's what I believe. That's mm-hmm. what I truly feel. I deep down inside me, like because I. Okay, let me just tell the story. We're gonna find out why, Let's and so I don't, I don't disagree. Right? I, okay, right. So if anybody knows me, if anyone knows me, my mom and I, we are one. Me and Linda, homies till the end. Homies. Very tight. Shout out to Linda. Shout out. That's to our Linda. girl. She's gonna come on later as a guest for sure. She loves ghosts, everything spooky. She loves to give haunted tours at our local hotels <laughs> in San Antonio. So. It'll be great. Yeah. But anyways, mom. (laughs) Mom used to tell me stories growing up about this ghost story she personally loved, which was called The Ghost Next Door by Wiley Folk St. John. It's a real book. She used to read it all the time when she was like 10, 11, 12, however you, you know, want to say, fifth grade. Perfect age for ghosts. That's kind of when it happened. Mm -hmm. So she used to... When I was in bed, she would tell me spooky stories because for some reason as a kid... Love it. I mean, I'm here today, so not some reason. It's who I am. I love ghosts, so I'm yeah. like, tell me spooky yeah, stories. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So she used to tell me about The Ghost Next Door, which was a book she was obsessed with about a girl who was in Georgetown, Texas, died in a pond, mm-hmm. and her name was Miranda, and she How used... She just drowned. one day was playing around in the pond and she fell in. Where and were she her drowned. parents? You know, Back it's, then. It, it just starts off with the new people in the house. Oh, the okay. Miranda's dead and yeah. she's the ghost Rip. and she's haunting the people around the house. Mm-hmm. But she's a kind of friendly ghost, so that's why mom liked her. Okay. okay, because she was spooky, but at the same time she was ready to get down and play. Yeah, you gotcha. know, with her with her new homie that was in the house. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So she used to tell me the story of. Every night, sometimes twice a night, loved it, grew up on it. Eventually, my parents, being the bougie people that we are, (laughs) they decided they wanted to get a painting done, a portrait. And my mom was just dead set on having it look like Miranda because she loves Miranda and she loves the the if you see we're gonna we'll post this picture too but the picture on the book is this little girl and like a little nightgown standing by a pond like holding a little teddy bear yeah that's Miranda and she's dead she's the ghost so my mom loved this little you know image of the girl next to the pond as a ghost dead and so she wanted that as the portrait in our house. So I mean, we, uh, there were compromise, and of course uh, they they chose me to play Miranda as the girl. You had to. The, I had to. There I mean, was it was me. Nobody else. It, for them. Van or Alex or me. You know, that's that's why I was here. <laughs> Your brothers or you? That's why. That's why I was born. So, so we got the painting done. And my mom had me dress up like the little girl. I had this purple nightgown on. I'm standing by a pond looking just very like, you know, I have like a deadpan face on. Like I'm not smiling. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of looking. It's very kind of, it's kind of creepy, but she loves it. She was excited. She, it looks great. It's been hanging in our house for what, like 20 years we're so, going to need a picture of that also. We will. We'll do a side-by-side. A side-by-side. A side-by-side. So you can a see the... A classic. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so after doing all this, you get 16-year-old Emily, 
chilling at home one day, looking at the portrait, thinking, I have never seen this book in my life. Yeah. I just know about the story. We got this painting done. We've talked about it forever. Mm. I've never even seen the book. So, we got the internet nowadays. So, I was like, True. okay. <laughs> True? So, you yeah. asked to you know, I did. <laughs> I did. I got on the Googles, typed the book in, found it right away. Now here is where it gets spooky. Real. This is this is where it gets real, you guys. Mm-hmm. So I pull up the bio for the book, and immediately I see in Georgetown, Texas, Miranda Alston. <gasps> you guys, my last name is Alston. What? I'm gonna put this out there. I don't think yeah. it's a super common last name. It's no. not. And Look when your mom was growing up, she yeah. had her maiden name. Her name was Lewis growing up. Linda Lewis. That's Linda why our, Lewis. that's why I call her Lewis. <laughs> Anybody you got you guys catch that? Okay. Yeah. So I see that. I'm shocked. I'm like, I can't read anymore. Mom never told me Miranda's last name was Alston. The dead girl's name is our last name. Like, what? This is very weird. In Georgetown, Texas. Had she well, ever put two and two together? So I okay. I yell I I call I'm yelling in the room I'm yell, oh. we got this computer room and I'm yelling I'm saying Linda like come here <laughs> Lois you know such a girl and she's running in it's like what I'm like look at this bio look at it she looks freaks out. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh my god! <laughs> so she had no idea. She had no idea. She didn't subconsciously <laughs> seek out your father for his last name. Do I- we do not know because the man was a good-looking man, so we don't know. But he, so she sees it and she freaks out, and she she's like, "We have to wait till Dad gets home and tell him because this is the craziest thing that it just so happens to be Miranda Alston." Mm. And I loved this book growing up as a Linda Lewis, and ended up marrying a Tim Alston, and it was, like, my favorite thing ever. We got a portrait done of you looking like Miranda Alston. Had no idea of the connection. So we're sitting there just frantically waiting for Dad to come in because we can't tell him over the phone, Mm -hmm. you know? This is, like, you need to be there to see it. You're not going to believe this. (laughs) So he comes in, finally, from work, and we get him to the computer, and he reads it. And he pauses and looks at us and goes, hold on a second. (gasps) Leaves the room, comes back with these papers from his desk of, my dad loves family history, loves it. He researches everything, has all the notes, everything. He comes back and he's like, this is actually a true story and we're related to Miranda. Oh, my God. (laughs) There is a Miranda Alston who died drowning in Georgetown, Texas, from a Dr. Alston, and this is real, and we are related to them. Mm. And Linda Lewis, growing up in a totally different family, was obsessed with this family before she even entered it. It was written in the stars. Right. And then out came me. And let me tell you, I am either her or she's the one that's been knocking shit off my shelves. For years. It's one or the other. It's one or maybe the other. It's both. And I like to believe it's the, you know, it's I'm Miranda. Yeah. Yeah. That That's who I am. 
So I so I am a ghost sitting There's here potential that you and breathing. are a ghost. I can, I can feel that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, I, Guys, spooky. be spooky. Yeah, get ready to be spooked. But I understand why you're so into mm-hmm. the ghost, just like... Our life. Just like your mother. Yes. We are one in the same. Wow. Familial ghosts. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I... <laughs> I also have a familial ghost. Wow. You have quite... I have quite a tale. Yeah. Um, so, before that tale begins, I will say that I was very into ghosts before I got my own ghost. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, could, I mean, I, and, I could And many that. ghosts thereafter. Um, you know how kids, they get, like, super obsessed with one thing? Like, one movie. So I was always into, like, the spooky movies for, like, children. So, like, Casper, Nightmare Before Christmas. Like, obsessed, watched them every day. Got super into ghosts. I was like, I gotta have a ghost. One day I'm gonna have my own ghost. (laughs) So then, message boards became a thing. Hot, they were always popping off. So I found all these paranormal message boards, and I would read random people's stories, and I would get so obsessed with them like for hours I would think about them for days I would like write little short stories based on their stories like I was so strange I did this every day when I came <laughs> home from school totally but normal to me honestly. we all would have been friends yeah, we have. definitely we have. I like <laughs> was obsessed with witches I told everyone in my first grade class I was a witch my dad was a warlock and Classic. like because charmed was out uh-huh. oh, <laughs> I like loved charmed so mm-hmm. I feel like there were a lot of spooky shows going on around the time. Buffy, yeah. like true. We, we Sabrina, had the Sabrina. Oh. There was a lot. There Love was a Sabrina. lot to to draw from. Exactly. But anyway, so this will be an emotional story for any of my family listening. Just a just a forewarning. That's a good idea. It's a good. Them, it's a good let, forewarning. Let the people know. Um, but this is where my tale truly begins. Mm. So, my uncle um, passed away the summer before I went into second grade. Um, he actually committed suicide, so it was very touchy. Mm-hmm. Um, but really soon after his death, I started hearing knocks on my front window. And it was like a very specific knock um, that he would do when he came to our house. And he would always do it on my front window because my front window was before our front door and I would always get like excited like he's here woo you know so that started really soon after but I didn't tell my parents because I didn't want to like freak them out or get Mm -hmm. anyone upset didn't want them to think I was like a liar because I did have a very big imagination and I was a liar (laughs) but this was something that I wasn't lying about and I like kind of wanted to keep it to myself because I was like this is real. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to ruin it. I thought maybe if I talked about it, like that would be totally. the end of it. Um, I would see like a figure sometimes in our hallway or I would walk past my bathroom and I would see a figure in there or I'd hear like whispering sometimes when I was in the bathroom and I always just chalked it up to like, this is my uncle. Like, this is fine. So my sister who will soon learn more about Mm. um she was very young when he passed away um so how she would remember him i don't know um but year a few years passed she's like young 
I'm not sure the exact age, like maybe four, three or four years old. So she comes running out of her room and she's like, mom, there's a man in my room. My mom was like, hold up. Like, (laughs) there's a man in your room. We got a problem. Call the cops. Call the cops. (laughs) So my mom's like, we need to know, like, what does he look like? My sister was like, well, he has red hair and he wanted me to tell you that he loves dad. And my mom was like, oh. And she was like, well, that's your that's your Uncle Bill. And she oh, kind of goodness. explains to my sister, like, your uncle passed away. You know, this is probably why he spoke to you. He wanted you to know him. You know, like, very general. It's a child. You don't want to, like, freak them out. Mm-hmm. So then I tell my mom, like, oh, this has been happening to me. My mom was like, well... I've seen him also the night of his funeral. I woke up in the middle of the night because I felt something. I turned over and I looked and I saw your uncle like almost like laying on top of your dad, almost like hovering. And as soon as I turned around, it like shocked, it like spooked your uncle and he was gone. But we all kind of saw him. Um, Yeah. Goosebumps. I know. I get goosebumps every time I tell that story because it's like, how would she remember him? Mm -hmm. Yeah. She must have been, what, one? Maybe. Yeah. So she was very young. Um, And I feel like it was touchy. We didn't talk about him a whole lot. Like, Mm -hmm. photos, I feel like, weren't around. It was just really, really hard. So, yeah. I, to this day, and she doesn't remember it happening Wow. Yeah. But my dad was super upset because he never saw him, but everyone else was seeing him. So my dad got really obsessed, like bought a Ouija board, like got a something to record like vocals to see if like maybe we could pick something up. He would like take me on ghost hunts because he was like, you're sensitive to it. So my great grandmother. Yeah. So he, I mean, he was doing it because he really wanted to make contact with my uncle, which unfortunately I don't think has ever happened. I'm sure my uncle has maybe appeared in other ways, like dreams or something like Mm -hmm. that, but I don't think he's ever gotten like that in-person kind of like interaction. Mm -hmm. But so my my great-grandmother has like an old cemetery on her property, so my dad would take me up there and like see if I could see or hear anything. And I remember one night we went and I heard, like, children's laughter. Oh. And um, my dad was like, spookiest. are you for real? And I was like, yeah. So I, like, encountered a ghost boy and, like, this Ooh. whole thing. Started dating. But <laughs> we're still together to this day. Everybody at Steve. Wow. <laughs> um, no, it was a little ghost boy named Jonathan. And so my dad was like... Yeah, I, I, like, had, like... Did I, you research Jonathan? We need to research Jonathan. We could still research yeah, Jonathan. We research we'll get back to you guys with the research, sure. but... Anyway, so it's always been sort of a thing. I've always been very sensitive to it, it but it all kind of kicked off around my uncle's passing. Um, to this day, like, I'm very weird about where I moved to. Like, if I feel a weird presence, I cannot live there. Like, a few years ago, I was house hunting with a roommate, and Steve was also house hunting. 
and he was looking at a house and I was supposed to go look at that same house the next day but the night before my roommate and I drove by it and I was like we're not living there and she was like why I was like it's very clearly haunted by something that is not good and she was like whatever she felt the vibes and so Steve and his roommates go and look at the house And I was like, yeah, I can't live there, though. It's super, it's like something's not right about that house. And he was like, well, yeah. He was like, the Black Angels live there, and they wrote a song about how haunted that house is. And you had no idea. I had no idea. I don't listen to them. You guys. Yeah, uh, it's only a few streets away, too. I mean, but yeah, so it's always been a thing. I, like, I saw a ghost four days ago. So. What? We, did I not tell you? Oh, no. no. I don't oh, think you told any of my us, did you? gosh. I think I might have told you, Emily. Really? But Kylie, maybe I haven't told you yet. Okay, oh, I'm ready. God. So, well, there's a ghost in this house. Yes. <laughs> there is. Okay, I, I know nothing of him, but I can, I can kind of, like, round back to him in a second. But, so my grandmother's husband passed away in December, and if you'll remember, my mom saw him in my grandmother's house um pretty shortly after his passing but I was sitting there it was myself my grandmother my sisters and my mom the dogs were in the living room like everyone I could see everyone Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden I see behind my sister a figure it moves really quickly from like one doorway to the other right behind my sister and I like looked really quickly and I didn't want to startle anybody But um, I told my sister later on, I told everyone later on except my grandmother because I didn't want to, like, stir anything up. And then my sister was like, you mean there was someone behind me? You didn't tell me? But I was like, I didn't want to, like, freak anyone out. And then she told my grandmother. My grandmother was like, no, I'm not upset. It's okay. I know he's still here. I feel him all the time. Like, oh, wow. very casual. Do you remember this story? So, and then your sister made her cry. And then my sister <laughs> made my grandmother cry. But. But she just saw a ghost the other day. Neither here nor there. I saw him. I haven't seen our house ghost in, like, a few weeks. But mm-hmm. he, I I feel it's a male presence. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know his story. He could even be, like, residual haunting he shows up right in front of the two doorways like a very quick kind of is it almost like, like almost a misty figure very cool indistinguishable but you're aware that it's yes yeah you i mean it's it's there like you can clearly see him mm-hmm. steve doesn't believe it but every time i see him i'm like there he is and steve's <laughs> like i love this i we are gonna go to haunted places soon I hope so. And Alyssa, with her spiritual, you know, she's a borderline medium. I think. Yeah, I we, we can. I, I feel like we so. we could actually like get put somewhere. It on her resume, but, no, you know, we'll keep it between yeah. us. We're not ghost hunters. We'll never. Claim We're not ghost to be. hunters. No, 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 no. But we do. Are we opening the door for the ghosts? We're opening doors. Absolutely. Yeah. We're gonna. I I hope to tell see certain stories in certain places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think definitely we would eventually love to go stay the night in a haunted hotel mm-hmm. or Linda knows visit some good ones. a spooky place. Get a tour from your mom. Mm-hmm. She'll give it. Um, right. 
have guests who have their own stories. Yes. yes. Listener stories. Listener stories. We would love that. The Golden Ghouls Podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Hook it up. Hook it up. If it you up. have a story, a ghost story, any type of paranormal story or fact or something that you want to share with us that you think is spooky, just write to us and we would love to share it. I want true stories though. Yes. Some of your spooky truths. Give them to us. I mean, I love a legend. I love like a story that's been passed down. But also, I want, I want the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, give the girl what she wants. We want the facts, Jack. Jack, hmm. who is he? Mm-hmm. I like, I like Fred. Mm-hmm. But we'll go with Jack. Okay. I hope you guys like this. Yeah. We I we had fun. Advice. I think we had fun. Yeah. I think we did. We learned a lot about each other, I think. Yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. These stories we did not know. Yeah. So we're excited to you know, record our next episode and share a listener's story. Yeah. So tune in. Several listener's stories. We may even do some research of our own. Mm-hmm. You never yeah, who know. Who knows? Let us know if you have questions about you know, any, any of our stories or something that we've mentioned, and we'll be happy to write you back. Yeah. Start a little dialogue. And stay tuned. Until next time. Stay Stay spooky. spooky.